Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Let's hang out. Let's hang out. And let's talk about what lessons have found. Let's hang out. And let's listen to two lesbians shout. Let's hang out. Let's hang out. Welcome back to Let's Hang Out. I'm Ellie Brigida. And I'm Lee Holmes Foster. And here's what's happening this week. This week in the Lesdom. This Week in the Lesdom is a place where we can touch base each episode about things going on with the podcast or otherwise. And we have a very exciting event this week. This Thursday, May 28th, we are hosting the L Word and Generation Q Trivia, one huge event at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. And we are so excited because we are going to be joined by Leo Shang, who plays Micah in Generation Q. You do not want to miss out. You really don't. I'm sorry. Looking at pictures and gifts of him, I'm like, I think I'm going to be, like, blushing. I just think (laughs) he's so cute. (laughs) He is a cutie. And we decided uh, that, you know, no one was going to want to miss out on Leo. So, yeah, typically we do two different events for the two time zones. We wanted to make sure everyone would have a chance to enjoy him joining us. Yes. Um, So, one event it is, I'm going to say it again, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, and we hope everyone can make it because we're very excited. We will be having, however, two separate time zones for our next trivia, which is going to be two weeks after that. On Friday of that week, on June 12th, we are going to be having our next Shit's Creek trivia. We had so much fun the first time around. Everyone was a blast. We cannot wait to do it again. And once again, we'll be having that with a 6.30 Eastern time and a 6 p.m. Pacific time option. So start studying up, everyone. Start studying up. Bring your wigs. (laughs) We also have a bit of a disappointing announcement, but we were supposed to have a live show in Toronto Friday, July 10th. If you've already bought your tickets, we will make sure that they are refunded We're going to have to skip out on our Toronto show this year just because of everything that's going on and traveling. But don't you worry. We will come back bigger and better than ever next year. We will get to you, Toronto. You can't can't keep us out, Toronto. You can't. We're going to be there one day, one way or another. In the greater Liz universe, we have some feelings on some things that we want to talk about. First of all, I don't know if you have maybe heard Ellie or I ever mention um, this show before, but there's this little show that just uh, aired its season finale. It's called Motherland Fort Salem. Motherland. (laughs) And we're a little bit obsessed with it. And so we just want to talk a little bit about, A, the renewal. Thank you, everyone. Everyone. Thank you. Our prayers have been answered. Season two is going to be coming our way. Oof, boy, we had some thoughts about that finale. That finale was out of control. I I don't want to give spoilers for anyone who hasn't seen it, but you know what I'm talking about. Something big needs to be reversed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll be so sad. But it was amazing. Uh, we had a lot of really cool, cool and interesting reveals. I cannot wait to see what happens in the second season. Give it to us now. There's some new Dark Horse ships rearing their heads that I kind of love. 
there's Mama Kostya that I love. You know, there oh, was a yeah. lot. There was a lot. So if you haven't checked it out yet, or if you have not caught up on the whole season, it is all on Hulu. Uh, and I, I strongly suggest checking it out. Watch it. And we promise we are going to put together a Motherland trivia event yes. further down the line. But we have had some crazy engagement on our Twitter. So we know you want to see it. We want to see it. Keep an ear out. We're going to start working on it. Oh, yeah. We also have some sad news, but but with a silver lining, I'm sure everyone has seen by now, Ruby Rose has announced she is going to be stepping back from her role in Batwoman uh, in advance of the second season, so they are looking to recast. Obviously, it is disappointing. She has been killing it in that role, and... You know, I think the silver lining is we have seen Twitter explode with New queer casting. actors <laughs> promoting themselves to be recast as Batwoman, and I am so here for it. I'm for it. Yes. It is incredible. I love all of you putting yourselves out there in the universe, shooting your shot. It is a beautiful thing. And also, I just love that there's so, you know, even just people thinking of other queer actors, that there's so many right now that you could think of who would be great in this role. Um, so I kind of like that part time. of it. It's an, it exciting is an exciting time, time to be a queer person. I cannot wait to see who they recast. I love the show. Uh, we'll still be watching. So, you know, we're just, we're keeping our, our eyes and ears open on that front. That's all. That's what's happening this week. Back to you, Ellie and Lee. Thanks, Ellie and Lee, and welcome to our 47th installment of Shoulda Been Gay. Oh, oh, it was fun, it was great, but it should have been a little more gay. And in this week's episode, Under the Boardwalk, Down by the Sea, On a blanket with my baby is where I'll be. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. That's it. I have some. I, that's it. That's the episode. I have some thoughts on that song already that we're going to talk about uh, in in just a hot second. But before we get started, we just want to say that's right. This installment of Should Have Been Gay, we are going to be talking about the classic 1988 hit Beaches, Beaches baby. And we are joined <laughs> by Liliana Cervantes, stand-up comedian based out of Los Angeles. Thank you so much for hanging out with us, Liliana. Thank you guys for having me on this. Uh, Beaches is my, my ultimate favorite movie, so I love this. Thank you. We might have some uh, some tense conversations coming up, you and I. <laughs> <laughs> no, Lee, we're all going to have tense conversations. <laughs> I'm ready. It's okay. It's okay. I'm here to be the Debbie Downer on this movie. No. It's going to be great. No, it's also one of my favorite movies, and <laughs> Lee had never seen it before. So it might just be like a, you had to see it when you were younger, like in, and like enjoy the nostalgia of it. I think, I did enjoy the nostalgia of it. And I enjoyed the Bette Midler of it. Bette Midler. Um, I have some other thoughts though. Let's, let's dive let's in. Let's talk about let's Beaches. For anyone like me, who maybe had not yet seen Beaches, hit film. It is. <laughs> the IMDb synopsis <laughs> for the movie. It's definitely a yeah. classic. It is a classic. Um, God, I, I showed, I watched the trailer first and like the trailer starts up and I was just like, ah, the 80s. <laughs> Different times, different times. So the IMDb synopsis for Beaches is as follows. A privileged, rich debutante and a cynical, struggling entertainer share a turbulent but strong childhood friendship over the years. Oh. Ah, uh, what a story. <laughs> what a story. And 
We always do our gay synopses as well. So, Lee, why don't you start us off with your gay synopsis? Okay, here's my gay synopsis for Beaches. Um, two lifelong best friends who can't seem to have successful relationships with men have a child together until death does them part. True. That is accurate. <laughs> so sad. They were they were definitely in love with each other. Oh, oh 100%. Hardcore. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna get it. I, I tease it in my synopsis. You know, I don't want to give away everything. Right. Liliana, what's, something back. what's your gay synopsis? I think they uh, purposely sabotaged their relationships so they could always end up with each other. And yep. uh, true story. And have a baby. And oh, I don't want to give too much, but I don't know what I'm supposed to say. <laughs> Uh, just just a synopsis if you had to like tell someone hey here's this movie that i love and it's super gay how would you describe you know, it tie it up with a bow for us these two little girls meet at the beach and one is completely obsessed with the other one and uh the uh bet miller's uh, character even says why are you so obsessed with me the other girl was like are you kidding me you just happen to be the most amazing person i've ever met in my life i almost cry when you say <laughs> that's the story of that's the glory of Hillary. Don't sing. That's my gay synopsis. <laughs> the gay synopsis is actually Liliana's going to recreate the entire movie for us in real word time. Word by word. I can do it. <laughs> I I think I believe it after yes. that. I'm very impressed. Yes. Ellie, what's what's your gay synopsis? Um, for me, my gay synopsis is um, before lesbian internet love was a thing, lesbian pen pal love was a thing <laughs> mm. and these two long distance lesbian pen pal lovers continued that relationship throughout their entire lives that's it yep that's beautiful yeah i love it yeah so tell us a little bit because liliana you uh you pitched beaches to us um which also i love because it's we're always surprised when someone pitches a should have been gay that we did not already have on our lengthy list of movies that that either we have come up with or others have suggested for us. Um, Beaches had not made it on that list. So tell us a little bit about your history with the film. Obviously, it, it seems like you, there's there's some history there. Well, I had watched it my in my early teenage years, and I just fell in love with the whole friendship story. And it made me cry every time I watched it. And it was something about making me cry that I was just felt so cleansing. I've always, I've never been afraid to cry. Like whatever I felt like crying, I just cry. And I purposely would put it on, especially right before my period, just to cry and cleanse. <laughs> and it was one of those movies. So you're like a masochist. Kind of, yes, with that movie. Because I knew it was going to make me cry. And I was always like into my best friends and always having best friends. And I always, even before I knew I was, well, I always knew I was gay, but even before I came out, I always wanted that friendship with another woman. And it was just so romantic to me. And I would even put that movie on when we would have guests and my parents would be like, okay, here she goes with that. It was a VHS big tape. <laughs> you guys want to the best movie in the world? <laughs> we're like okay oh my god but nobody ever finished watching it it was just like no the best part is coming i would get so frustrated the best part is her dying to you yeah because that's when you cry it's that, that <laughs> just cry that scene the where, the, the, where the the black lim limousine takes off and it's just oh and movie. the little girls looking out the window it's so yeah. It is. Ellie, you're you're already having some emotions right now. What's what's your experience with the film? I really am. 
Um, this I think is also really important to me because it's like a big bonding between me and my mother. So just like forever, my mom had always been like, oh, you have to watch Beaches. Like you have to watch it. You'll just cry your eyes out, blah, blah, blah. So like, I feel like it was like whenever I was old enough to understand the film, she was like, we're watching Beaches. (laughs) And so we watched it and it's the same thing, like bawling, like the tears, everything. And even when we decided to do this for Should Have Been Gay, I sat there and watched it again with my mom. (laughs) And we both just cried. And also I love watching Should Have Been Gays with my mom now because she knows I'm doing it for this reason. And she's like, wow, you have a lot of material here. (laughs) Your mom's like, did you write this down? Did you write this down? Yeah, she's always like pointing out the things. She's like, wow, like I didn't even realize this, but this movie is really gay, huh? She must have had a field day with this one. Oh, she did. She was like, yeah, they're definitely the men. The men don't matter. Like they can't seem to to make it last with the men in their lives. Like she's like, yep, that's a gay moment. So oh, I love it. I've had a great lifelong relationship with Beaches. Uh, and I have not. Yes. It's okay, Lee. <laughs> so let me, let's talk about my experience with Beaches. Yeah. Um, I had not seen it. And, uh, and you know, Liliana, you, you pitched it to us. So we were like, we're, we're good. We're doing it. I, I bought, I rented it on YouTube uh, to watch it. And, um, and I, of course, now we're stuck at home because, uh, quarantine and Kelsey has to watch all of my should have been gay movies with me as well. And so I was like, Hey, I have to watch this one. Um, cause we're recording it soon. Like, you know, do you want to watch it with me or do you want me to just like try to find some time and you can do something else? And she was like, she was like, what movie? And I was like, beaches. And she was like, isn't that the one that everyone cries? Um, cause Kelsey cries a lot at movies and I do not. Uh, and so. Wait, so like, you didn't cry? I did not. What? <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, I know. Like, so if anyone knew, could see our faces, Liliana and I both I, have our jaws to the floor. I have, <laughs> I have caused offense, listeners. I have caused Did you get or you in the bathroom um, when she died? Why didn't you cry? Here's, here's the thing. What I don't understand, going into it, given that all I knew is like, this is the movie everybody cries at, and it's so emotional. And then we watched it, and I was like, why does everybody enjoy watching this terrible, terrible movie about, like, generational trauma? What is this? I just, I did not like it one bit. I don't like anything that happened in this movie, except for all the very, very gay stuff. But then everything else, I was just like, this is horrible. Her mother died? And now she's dying and her friend kind of sucks and she's going to get her daughter even though she, like, could never have a successful relationship herself. And she just, like, inherited this kid and, like, what? And, yeah, and... (laughs) <laughs> don't forget the money I, I just like everything about it i was like don't this is a bad money. there's nothing to gain from this there's no good moral anything that you can draw from this movie so i i also just i'm not the one who cries at movies like kelsey cries at movies i think two movies have ever made me cry in my life so there's you shouldn't feel too bad that like this did not make the cut it's a pretty small list of things that make me cry but um i what liked all the, the two super movies gay that made parts. you cry Oh, you don't, it's so embarrassing. That's why we need to know. So one of them, 
I did not cry at Titanic. No, one of them is totally legit. I cry at um, uh, Life is Beautiful when the little kid at the end and the and the soldier in the tank gives him the helmet and I'm like, he I can't. Um, he, he was so excited he won yeah, the game. Yeah, it just, that one like crushed me. So that made me cry. And then the other one, for some inexplicable reason that I don't know, the only other movie that I like distinctly remember made me cry is um, Pay It Forward. Uh-huh. I don't even know if I've seen that movie. Really? Come on, baby Haley Joel Osment and, like, Kevin Spacey before we all knew what a giant creep he was. Um, and they have the scene where, like, everyone's standing outside with the candles, and, like, that made me cry, but it's... But Beaches didn't make you cry. I don't know what is Beaches going on here. Beaches did not make it. I'm sorry. I think it's because I was just so mad at it. I was so upset at the movie. I was like, there's nothing redeeming happening now. This is all bad. I don't like it. She canceled her tour to go take care of the one person that she loves. She was about to I go know, on but... at the Hollywood Bowl. You know how big that event was for her? And she can't... She just, like... She did. She's like, I'm not. I'm gonna drive in the storm in the during hurricane season to San Francisco to see my friend. Forget the plane. She just exactly. Died. Her whole life, That's she had love. Cece is selfish. However, yeah. the only times in the entire movie she's not selfish are because of Hillary. I mean, yes, but also, was it enough? I don't know. I mean, it has to be enough because now. I think, too, I'm, like, going to defend this film to the death. (laughs) We haven't... This is, I think, the longest we've ever gone without talking about how gay it is. I'm sorry, because I can't get over it. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to disappoint you both. I just... (laughs) I liked a lot of it. I just hated the ending. I didn't like it. I wasn't there for it. Well, it it is very sad, yes. Yes. But it's not even that it was sad. It was just, like, I wanted there to be more of a, like, like a a lesson of growth of a, a something i wanted there to be something there and instead i just feel like cc was kind of terrible and selfish her whole life and then somehow got everything um and like poor hillary in this movie i was like this just looks like a nightmare i like, do poor agree hillary poor hillary and poor her daughter and like this poor family of just like sad abandoned orphaned daughters like i don't know it just made me it wasn't poor hillary i, I wanted hillary hillary stole cc's boyfriend and then her husband cheated on her, <laughs> and then she was rich. Well, not for that. It's not. It's she not was poor rich. Hillary for that. It's. It's just you know. I don't know. All right, let's get into the gay. Let's let's talk about how gay the movie was because I liked I liked that part of it. <laughs> it's most of the movie is gay, so it's so it's so gay. So Liliana, why don't you start us? Start us from the beginning, the start of the gay. The start of the gay was. Uh, when she's a, a little, Cece's a little butchy little girl smoking a cigarette under the boardwalk. <laughs> she's spitting in <laughs> and smoking a cigarette. And here comes this little fragile little girl. And Cece's like a predator. Can like, I? Oh, I'm going to get her. No, I don't know. <laughs> Can I tell you what I love? I love when you have characters who are so butch, even in like, like high feb outfits, right? Like she is in this little like sparkly right dress and the, Yeah. And I love it, but she's, like, somehow still just projects that, like, butch energy out there so hard. Yeah. Here yeah. for it. She puts her cigarettes in her bra, and she's like, where are you? She's like, does it have a fountain in the front? A bunch of monkeys playing in, playing the violin. She's like, yeah, it's a mob yeah. or whatever. She's like, but your ass is ritzy. Um, and she invites <laughs> oh her to, she, they go on their first date. They invite her for an ice cream soda, and they're like, we can't sit here. Like, yeah, we can. I'm rich. 
watching. <laughs> yeah, she takes her on a date. And she literally aunt, does. And nosy little aunt. Aunt Vesta. Vesta. God, I can't remember. I couldn't remember that. Yeah, comes in and ruins her date. She's going to pay for it. She does. Cock blocked by Aunt Vesta, man. True. Cock and even block. at the beginning, we could talk about like, oh, it's just because she's not rich. But I also feel like there's this undertone of like, you can't be here with another woman. Like, <laughs> we know you're a little gay girl, Hillary, and we're going to like stamp it out of you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, though they are, I, I think you mentioned it already. Um, I think in the in the intro, Liliana. But I think the whole thing about like you're the best singer I ever saw. Like they're straight up, like not even low key little kid flirting with each other, right? I mean, they're so in your face with it; it's ridiculous. And they have this whole thing where she keeps. It's also it was the '80s, and I get that. Like it probably was not the term, like the the term that it is these days. But when um every time hand little baby queer. Cece is like the hand walking queer, and I'm like, are you projecting a bit, CC? Or are you just? It's fine. I see it. I see what you're doing there. They bring hand walking queer back towards the end too. Definitely, <laughs> they not. say it again. Yeah, when when she does the the bra. Oh my god, that was ah. <laughs> the brazier. Uh, play yeah that was one of my favorite scenes oh my gosh but just these two little girls man like they the other thing that's funny is i'm like they have like moves they have like legit moves these two like they're not just flirting they're like flirting well (laughs) like they're flirting better than like a lot of like queer women that i know would know how to flirt probably than i would right like a the photo booth like comes yeah that shit's gay photo booth i think is queer culture um like now <laughs> a a there's like i mean i'm like a callback it happened decades before this but like it's a straight like pll flashback right like pretty little liars with uh with maya and emily in the photo booth and then also like literally to watch this because we're recording this the same week that the uh everyone's posting the scenes of um natalie morales and linda what's her name from dead to me in the photo booth i haven't okay. seen it it's gay culture it's gay culture making you know the the two close friends who are like a little all over each other and then you start making out in the photo booth i so desperately when they did that with them as kids i was like praying they would bring that scene back with them as adults but like then they make out in the photo booth that would when we remake beaches that's what i'm doing okay the biggest lesbian move in the movie was when hillary leaves her life behind in san francisco and i'm sure she had an abundance of friends and and cousins and family and and she decided to go look for this one friend she met as a young her love the love of her life all the way to New York she leaves everything that's the biggest gay move if the movie was going to pretend that isn't a gay move um i think that we can immediately argue that she shows up at that bar that CC's singing in and CC's like the first thing she says to her is she's like you're, you're not, not my, my type. type and i'm like I, I i think the lady doth protest a bit too much CC. i think yes i think she might just be exactly your type but that's fine it's like you know when people say that when they're like you're not my type and you're like yeah they are <laughs> Cece is constantly trying to be like, this isn't a gay thing, but come live in my apartment. I only have one bed, but like, no worries. We'll just live together. (laughs) Yeah. And you don't know her. Like you were pen pals when you were 13 and you are now what? In your early 20s? 
they've never seen each other since then. That's I that kind of surprised me because given that I had just seen the trailer and I kind of the trailer sets it up a little bit to feel like it's like they would see each other every summer and they stayed friends even though one of them was rich and one of them wasn't, you know. Uh no, it's like they met one literally one day. They had like one date together and then For yeah, like two this hours. is like ultimate lesbian U-hauling. <laughs> yes. Yeah. They met once for two hours and then moved in together like 13 years later. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It's like I said, when I was like lesbian pen pals, it's like literally like a lesbian Twitter relationship oh that God. like they stayed in touch on Twitter for like 20 years and then they got married. It is. And it's like they move in together immediately. They have they have stuff where they do like the laundry scene and Cece's like a man would never do this for you no matter how much he loved you and but like she's doing it for her actively as she's saying that and I'm just like hey the 80s um <laughs> do you remember gay people did you know that, that they existed then because um you're making a movie about some yes could we talk a little bit too sorry about when Hillary c goes to New York she says she felt suffocated and now she finally feels free. Free at yeah. last. Free at last. Think of, she's like, are you always this weird? No. Good, you can stay. Ah! <laughs> oh my god. I felt suffocated. What gay person has not given that speech? Yeah. And now she feels open and honest to be herself with Cece. Yes. And sing Christmas carols. And there's no heat. That there's no heat, so they have to cuddle. Send up the heat! <laughs> <laughs> That's like, it's like a straight fan fiction right there, right? It's like every trope in the book. It's like, I felt suffocated, so I ran away from my life, and I guess we have to move in together, but there's only one bed and the heat is off. And you're like, <laughs> you're like, wait a minute, I've read this story like 12 times. It's always the same. It's so gay. <laughs> and I mean, so from how much time is this in the film? It's like the first 20 minutes. Yeah maybe yeah. yeah this is not a lot of the movie like this is not far into the movie right this is all like the groundwork yes but we still haven't really seen a man <laughs> the bunny boy bunny boy yes. bunny boy comes into the picture and they're like well let's just ease the rumors that we're gay and let's just both of us crush on this guy um oh he's and, such a beard yes so Cece likes him first and then Hillary's like well if she likes him then I want to know what it feels like so I'm just gonna sleep with him because that's the closest way I could get to Cece I don't know I'm just all no honestly <laughs> like you're like I don't know but I'm also like wait yes this plus yes. this equals gay but they can't so <laughs> yeah well and it's and there's a lot of things again where you're like who wrote this movie and who thought they were making it straight because it's like when they meet Johnny and he casts her he casts Cece in that role right yes um which first of all her, her I don't know if you noticed but she literally sings the line she is my wife in that song in the leading role she i wrote it down i swear go rewatch it she def it's at least what the closed captions sang that she says she is my wife and i was like what mm -hmm. um anyways but also when she's singing that line she is my wife and hillary watching her in that show and like hillary is obsessed yeah right? she like, is obsessed johnny even looks at her like damn yeah johnny's watching her watch Cece and just being like whoa I like what that look. Here? I wish I had that look towards me. I was writing this down like, I just feel like this movie would be so much more interesting, even though like it already is, but would just be so much more interesting if yes, John is still in the picture, right? 
But when Cece has that talk with Hillary where she's mad that Hillary slept with John, she's not mad about John. She's mad about Hillary. She's like, why did you sleep with him and not me? And it makes so much more sense, too. Right? Because, like, think of what we're talking about. Is like, she gets her leading role. Hillary is watching her. She is, like, obsessed with her on that stage. Johnny can tell she's obsessed with her on that stage. And the first thing she does is she, like, walks off and sleeps with Johnny. And I'm like, you are 100% just trying to, like, take all these feelings and be like, who's the nearest man I can dump these on um, to pretend that I'm totally still straight? And I'm like, this is such a classic, classic move. And then the fight of, like, did you sleep with him? And they're acting like they're fighting over Johnny, but they're really n- not, not fighting. They're not. Johnny they're like, will you, will you take care of my plants while I'm gone? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like lit- literally also she's like, she's like, do you want me to move out? She's like, no, please, please don't move out. No, no. I love you. Stay <laughs> like, there's I'm just no- really, really upset that you slept with this guy because I'm so definitely also into that guy. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm mad. Yep. A likely story, Cece. We've heard it before. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores, and it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Four. But then this next part, too, is so is so just, like, depressing in I terms know, of, like, cool. okay, in my mind, Hillary comes to New York, she comes out, she's gay, she can live her life freely, she moves back to her repressive family... And she decides, oh, I have to do what's expected of me. Let me go be a lawyer. Let me go marry this guy who is everything my father ever wanted for me. And it's just painful to see that because it's not the Hillary that we have known. Yeah. And she says, I got I got to go buy a wrench. (laughs) 
Because <laughs> we don't have a rent. She's like, I just really want to be at Home Depot for for some reason. Yeah, we don't have one, so I thought we'd go buy a wrench. Did oh, my God. Did you guys catch that one? She wants to go to Home Depot. Uh, buy a wrench. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Yeah. I need tools. <laughs> this, is, this is the gayest movie. I can't even stand it. It is very, very gay. The, but the, the both of their weddings. I mean, Hillary's wedding, bleh, and, you know, Cece marrying Johnny, you're just like, woof, this is, like, such a recipe for disaster. Everyone can see it, right? Like, except for the two of them. And it's just, yeah, it's, like, narratively, it they're, they just keep setting them up for failure with men. I know. Well, Liliana, let's talk a little bit about what happens when Hillary comes back to New York. What do you think this whole fight is about? When she comes to see Cece in the titsling. Yes, well, Cece's successful. She's made it, you know? And she does seem genuinely happy with this big dog, Arthur, too, remember? And then Hillary is, she doesn't seem happy at all. She's stuck with this guy and she's like, remember, tell her how much you enjoy the the play. And of course, she's your very best friend in the whole wild world. I'm going to be nice. And then they see each other and they just bicker at each other. I think they're they're jealous that they're not together because they're even at the mall. Mm-hmm. Like, we should get facials. No, I have to go. And then when they're back on the plane with Hillary and her husband, she locks herself in the bathroom and starts crying because she misses her friend, her oh, lover. That's that. Okay. You could tell she doesn't want to be with this man. Yeah, she doesn't cry about anything else. It's like she's not upset that, like, her dad died. She's not upset that she, like, gave up all of her dreams and, like, married this absolute waste of a guy. She cries because she and Cece have a fight. And you're just like, well, doesn't that tell you something, right? (laughs) About, like, where your emotional priorities lie. And it's also the kind of thing where, like, they have to fight because this is the first time they've... I just see them as girlfriends. Now they're ex-girlfriends and they're with their other, like their significant others. And they can't understand how each other fits into their world anymore because they're literally lovers. If you were Mm -hmm. friends, you wouldn't have to have this fight because you're friends and you're with the other people that you love, but you're friends and you can still be friends. But their whole relationship is torn apart because they have no clue how to interact with each other when they're not dating. They don't know how to be (laughs) only friends is what you're saying? Yes. Yeah. Funny. The lipstick where she's like, well, this lipstick looks good on me, I guess. Well, does it or doesn't it? Like they want like the lipstick scene, lipstick lesbians. Yes. (laughs) um they're lipstick lesbians also just because i we like kind of brushed over the the whole titsling number can we also talk about um you could write you could someone could write a thesis on men watching hillary watch cece in this movie right and like not just watching hillary watch cece but watching hillary watch cece perform lines like she is my wife or sing a whole song about boobs (laughs) What a mood in this movie, huh? Yes, that song. But there's an, it's another scene. It's like you have Johnny watching Hillary at the Falcon Theater, and then you have Michael watching Hillary uh, when she's doing this this sizzle piece on Broadway. And I'm like, men cannot just, like, cannot understand Hillary watching Cece. Like, they just look at her and they're like, what is happening right now? Why, what? Hmm? She's so in love with Cece. There's something she's, about seeing somebody on stage. 
just on stage. When you see somebody on stage, you're just mesmerized. Who cares what they're doing? They're like, I'm interested in about boobs. <laughs> you speaking from experience there, Liliana? Yeah, when just... you're on stage, you can be the ugliest person. When you're on stage, rock and rolling, telling jokes. You're <laughs> so attractive. <laughs> Uh, amazing. Well, and also let's just what you just to get back to what you were just saying, Ellie, about they don't know how to just be friends. Um, Cece has that conversation with Johnny where she's like, what will I do without a best friend? And he's like, you've got me. And she just goes, it's not the same. <laughs> That's right. And why do we think it's not the same? Who knows? Who knows? What could be different between Johnny and Hillary? I don't know. That's a big part right there. Yes. What would I do without a best friend? I forgot about that. What what will I do? That's, I think, a big turning point, too, where... Because at the beginning, Hillary is sort of pursuing Cece. When Cece loses Hillary, she's like, oh, shit, this woman who adored me is now gone. What will I do? And she's the one who's begging. Oh, my God, the letters. The letters. Let's talk about the letters. Do you remember the letters, Liliana, that she sends so Cece starts sending letters to Hillary saying that they want that she wants to get back together, basically. Yeah. And she doesn't she doesn't Hillary doesn't respond to any of them. She's like, if you had just read it, what? What? Uh, Remember, she's at that flamingo God. where she's going to perform. It looks like a flamingo threw up in here and in walks Hillary. <laughs> I know it's so painful. And, and she says that friendship was more important to me than anything than anything not that was the most important friendship not like you were such a good friend you were so important to me that friendship was more important than anything more important than her marriage more important than her career more important than anything, anything. did you say anything. you took it away without discussing it with me uh it's just it's a lot it's a lot, that scene. And then, okay, wait, also, if we're going to talk about, like, not subtle things in this movie, can we talk about Hillary responding? I was so jealous of you, I couldn't see straight. Yep. <laughs> Another line, yeah. Another line. There's so many little, like, gimme things like that that I'm like, I, I feel like part of this must just be that, like, you know, 80s slang stuff was different than it is now but i'm like come on it's just too easy <laughs> you're making it too easy beaches it's not there's not even a challenge here it's so painful it is it is and then they have a baby together and she says will you yeah. name her after will you, cecilia right will you name her after me <laughs> like yeah duh. yeah and then does doesn't she name her middle name is cecilia right Cecilia. yes yeah of course it is yeah and then well so Hillary's husband cheats on her, and so she leaves, but she's pregnant, and the husband wants nothing to do with the baby, but Cece is going to be there. Cece's at the ultrasound, Cece's at the doctor's appointments, like, oh my god. And then we throw in another random stand-in dude. A doctor, a doctor, oh, I'm a doctor. married doctor, a doctor, I'm a married doctor. <laughs> she just dumps him. That's how, how, how men are yes. like, so disposable. She's like, no, I gotta go. My career. She literally leaves and her girlfriend tells him. Hillary has to tell him, hey, it's over. Babe, can you dump my fiance for me? Thanks. Love you. Like literally. <laughs> but uh, she does come back for the baby being delivered. Yes. So she goes on tour. Uh, that's why I'm saying I know Lee or like CC selfish. However, she goes on tour, she goes out for her career, and she is there when the baby is born. Is the husband there? No. Cece is there. 
Aunt Vesta's not Cece there. Cece is there. Just in time Exactly. To pass Aunt out. Vesta is not there. Aunt Vesta's not there. Um, I'm not saying that she doesn't do anything redeeming. I just, I didn't like the payoff at the end. That's all. I mean, it's pretty depressing. I'm never going to, you're never going to forgive me for this. It's okay. I'm not. I know. So this is the point where they raise the baby together. Yes. I'm like, what comes after this? She's, she starts fainting. She's in court and they're talking to her and she faints. And then uh, Cecilia uh, finds out that they have the same hands. Oh, they tell her she's, uh, she has the same disease as her mother who passed away. And then the little girl. Wait, is it the same disease her mom had? It's a virus. It can't be the same disease. Yeah, but her mom had it too and died from it too, right? And then the oh, little really? I just I thought the mom so. also died young. I didn't remember why she died. I think it's the same thing because the little girl's like we have the same hands and then that's when hillary's like oh shit we do let me go find the picture of my mother's hands and that's how she yeah. oh i just thought she was like i thought that was just like a a trying to remember you know, her mother yeah like remembering me because i think to to me that scene is like for someone who lost their mother when she was a little girl to realize that her little girl is gonna lose her mother when she's a little girl and is like we have the same hands and then she's like do i even remember my mom's hands is she gonna remember my mom like her mom's hands is she gonna remember my hands i have to find a picture of my mom so i can remember her hands and like but that's why i think the the movie just like i don't know it just depressed me because that's what it, i just felt like they 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 spent so much time on Cece in the movie, and I'm like, I feel like Hillary kind of got, like, the shit end of the stick of everything in this whole movie. Like, I just thought it was really depressing, and, like, they don't really do a lot with it other than just be like, well, I guess this sucks for her. And I was like, oh, well, but... Yeah, like, let's kill her and, like, let's let's guilt her for being upset about, like, knowing that her child is going to have to deal with the exact same trauma that she spent her whole life dealing with. I was just like, oh, I, well, I, I guess that's an option to do here, but that's I don't rough. know. I, it was a little rough, and I think that's the thing is it's like, it's not like I didn't cry because I didn't find the end sad. I didn't think the movie dealt with how sad it really was. Like, I felt like the movie dealt with Cece being sad that she was losing her friend and slash wife and not, like, Hillary's actual, like, legitimate, probably super, super, like, heavy traumatic shit that she was dealing with. They kind of just, like, brushed that off under the, like, stop being selfish, you're not dead yet. And I was like, whoa, dude. <laughs> I know, but also Cece pulled her out of her depression so she could spend more time with her daughter before she she had to die so yes but like possibly not in the most approved ways of doing that. oh Cece's always very yes very abrupt a little a little abrupt <laughs> a little but so we have but we do finally at the end i'm like as sad as it is the point is from the beginning to the end of this film Cece and hillary are the central figures in each other's lives mm-hmm. so even i at, mean 100 at the end we have Cece who comes and takes care of Hillary and takes care of her daughter, even though she was supposed to be at the Hollywood Bowl. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you leave the daughter to the other mom. That's good. That's, that's, Because you know, everybody wanted we her. We love to see and it. Vesta wants you. Everybody wants you. Mm-hmm. She just needs one. Everybody wants you. Only one um, person. <laughs> also can we just um shout out a quick moment to uh probably like future baby gay 
um, Victoria and uh, the face that she makes at that kid at the beach when he asks to be her date <laughs> at the Hollywood Bowl. And she just gives him this look of like a boy. She's like, no, nah, I'm going to be like my mom's. <laughs> I'm bringing my cat. Exactly. I'm my cat. Exactly. I'm my cat. The cat. Exactly. The cat. <laughs> we didn't Definitely even get to talk lesbian. about the cat. Pouncer, pouncer, that, 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 that. I'm so glad that you're not. But yes. So we have basically full circle of their first meeting at the beach and then their last meeting at the beach. Sad and to me, beautiful. And then I do think that Cece gets a bit of a redemption arc, or at least I can see at the end of the film that she will have to grow because of this little girl is in her life. And she wants to grow because she loved Hillary so much. She did love Hillary. Um, it's also, I because I know we're probably going to jump into Q&Gays right after this, but I do have one last comment that I want to make about how much this movie knows that it is the gayest thing on the planet. Um, but we we skipped over this the when Cece goes down to Florida to see her mom again when she uh, when she and Johnny break up. And I just I just want to call out this one line that the mom has, because I love the mom. I thought she was hilarious in this. I want to call out this one line that she has when Cece's telling her that she and Johnny broke up. And the mom goes, after only three years you left him, was it another woman? And I'm like, uh, <laughs> for who? <laughs> yeah. What do you know that we don't know? Hmm, mom, what do you what are you hitting at here? <laughs> Cuz she doesn't say like did he leave you for another woman or was he seeing another woman? She like kind of leaves it very general. <laughs> She's like, you left him after 3 years, was it another woman? Was it Hillary? <laughs> I thought that about that line as well. I think this movie knew. That's all I'm saying. Yes. Before we wrap up, Liliana, any final thoughts about the gayness of this ridiculously gay film? I love this movie. And I just, I'm so glad that Victoria and Cece finally got along after all that. Because remember, they didn't get along because they were jealous of mm-hmm. mom's attention. And I just love that Cece ended up with a little girl with Victoria and with all her money. And a successful yeah. career. I know. Cece did get it all. She did. <laughs> Except her wife. Except yeah. her wife. Except for wife. Except her wife. She will find love again, maybe. Did you see Victoria kind of had reddish hair or didn't she? Curly <laughs> Did she? You think you think somehow Cece, Cece's the mother of Hillary's baby? I feel like this movie was just ahead of its time, you know? It was. If it was made now, it And then Beaches, yeah. the name Beaches, it represents water, and I don't know, just that's a little gay too. You're right. I think I think we need we need a 2020 Beaches remake that is the gay masterpiece that this okay. film should have been. Who would play them? Who would play them? Oh my gosh. I have to say, there is a Beaches remake already. Wait, is there? Yes. Oh my god, with who? With Adina Menzel. Yes, that's right. And I don't know the other one. Adina Menzel plays Hillary or plays No, it's obviously Cece. Well, you say obviously, but it's like, for me, it's so funny because it's so hard to remove, like, the physicality of Bette Midler from that role, which, like, Adina Menzel does not have. Yeah, but it's still, Like, like... Obviously, but I can she's, see the performer. Right, she's the right. singer of the two. Okay, Adina Menzel played Cece and Nia Long played Hillary Whitney. I need it to be gayer, though. I don't think it's gayer, so I couldn't even, like, let myself watch it. They need to go backwards like they did in Star Wars. Like, tell us the backstory. The prequel. 
Yes. Or we need the sequel where Victoria also meets a little girl at a beach, and then we get the gay love story that we always deserve. And then Ann Vesta ended up being a big lesbian because she was never married. It was just Ann Vesta. (laughs) Exactly. I like that version much better. Yeah. 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 Um, I don't know who, if we were going to remake a gay version, though, who would you actually cast, Ellie? We can do this. We can come up with it. Okay, a gay version. The thing is, Bette Midler, like, I couldn't even watch the Adina Menzel one, and I love Adina, but, like, Bette Midler is Cece. Yeah. So I'm trying to think of, like, a gay singer who even has, like, the chutzpah of Bette. Yeah, that's rough. It's it's hard to it's hard to fill Bette Midler's shoes. Melissa you know? Etheridge just comes to mind, just for a little bit. Though. Yeah, we could. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Melissa, yeah. we change the genre, right? She's a country star. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of this like Broadway baby. Yeah, she's a rock and roll. Yeah. I'm about it with Melissa Etheridge. <laughs> and then who would play Hillary Whitney? Oof. Needs to be a classy ass gay. It would have to be somebody like uh, like Charlize Theron or something like or that's mm. too. I don't know. Yeah, this is rough. That's why I'm saying Beaches is iconic. Like, I don't really think you can do Beaches without Bette Midler and without Barbara Hershey. Like the. You can't. It's but all I about. Wanna, I want to rewrite the story anyways. I just there's what so if we many rewrite... opportunities for like this movie was was screaming to be gay and it just they like never quite got there. What if know? we just rewrite it? We CGI Bette Midler and Barbara Hershey's faces <laughs> and they just look younger in the film, but it's still them and, and they make out a bunch. get to be gay. Okay, sure. I'm here for it. Why not? <laughs> love it. I love it. So if we're going to say our top ship was uh, Cece and Hillary. We have to come up with our ship name for them. Because, of course, men, especially an 88 hit, I, there's no way they had a ship name, right? No. So what do we think? We have Cece Bloom and Hillary Whitney. I'm going to go with Blitney. Blitney. We could also do Cecilary. Bloomney. Bloom. Yeah, there's not a lot there, huh? Whit- Bloomney. Bloomney. I think you guys got me there. I, I... We'll uh, leave it up to our Twitter Twitter followers to give us some good ship names. I'm going with Cecilary as our uh, our best choice so far. Cecilary sounds like celery. It is Cecilary. <laughs> Cecilary. Yeah, we. I mean, it's tricky. It's a tricky one. It is tough. They did not give them great names to work with here. No, huh? no it's like they were not thinking about them like they were going to be in a relationship, which doesn't make any sense. I refuse to believe it. Whoever wrote this movie knew it was gay. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. It's time for a Q and gay. I think that's all we've got. Let's do it. Q and gay. Q. 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 And. Gay. So our Q and gay, Liliana, we just have a couple questions. They're yes or no or multiple choice uh, about the movie. We are going to ask you and then we'll put them up on Twitter so our listeners can answer as well. Um, starting off, question one. Did you ever have a pen pal? Yes or no? I did in elementary, but it was within the school. And it was with the little boy, mm. a younger little boy. I think I was fifth grade and the little boy was like second grade. That's okay, cute, so cute. it wasn't a CC Hillary situation. It was not. It was not. No, 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 no. Did you ever, oh, I'm like, follow up. <laughs> did you ever have a virtual pen pal? Like, did you ever have somebody that you mostly only talk to online or like email? No, I, I, I wasn't in that. Uh, I, that didn't exist when I was young. I'm like, am I, I'm old. But no, I, I didn't. <laughs> That's a like, performer answer to that question. I love I'm, it. Uh, <laughs> old. 
<laughs> I'm in my, I'm old. <laughs> I mean, yeah. No, but now as a, an adult, yeah. Yeah. Nice. She's in her 20s, everyone, and she looks fantastic. <laughs> Thank you. Question number two. What's the best song from Beaches? A, Glory of Love. B, Wind Beneath My Wings. C, Titsling Song. Or D, Under the Boardwalk. Titsling Song. Oh my God. A song about <laughs> boobs? I'm all over it. A dark horse, but you know, the obvious choice. Is that what it's called? I don't even know what the song's called. Who knows? The boobs song. Titsling. Yeah, Titsling. Yeah, boobs song. It's the Titsling song. Yeah. yeah. I think so. Yeah. Question three, have you ever fought over a guy with a friend only to both come out later? Yes or no? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's funny, though. You're like too gay for that. Yeah. yeah I ain't got time for that. <laughs> All right. Question number four. What would you rather be? A, a lawyer, B, a Broadway star, or C, a gynecologist? Oh, gynecologist. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I get to see pussy every day. All day? Like, oh, I got to study and do my homework. I'm, I'm pussy. I can't. I'm doing pussy homework. <laughs> yeah. We uh, had a feeling. Had a feeling that was an obvious choice. Uh, I had to put it in there. You, you had just to. Had to. Uh, okay, question five. Last question. Which man were the girls less interested in out of A, Johnny, B, Michael, or C, Richard? Wait, who was Richard? How come I can't think who Richard is? Richard was the doctor. Oh. He was the yeah, gynecologist Richard. that she always marries. Or Richard, that's the worst part of it. I think the obvious answer is the one whose name you can't even remember from the yeah, movie. Yeah, like, wait, who's Richard? Yeah, the doctor. The doctor. Um, it's it's a pretty close call on all of them, though. They're they're somewhat uninterested across the board. In all of them. For sure. In all of yes. them. Yes, yes. Uh, I think the end result, Ellie... Beaches. Should have been gay. Should have been gay. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much, Liliana, for hanging out with us Thank all you. the way out in Vegas. Thank you. That was so much fun. If our listeners want to find you, where can they find you on social media? You can find me on Instagram at comedian Liliana Cervantes, or they can find me on Twitter at Cervantes Lily. Perfect. And we met Liliana at the weekend soiree, so it's been great actually seeing you again. Yes. I and know. we hope even if only virtually. Yes. We hope to see you at another weekend soiree whenever they reschedule. Someday. 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 I hope they don't lose momentum and just don't stop doing it. So it was such a great event. And it was great meeting uh, a lot of really talented and smart women as you guys. So thank you very much. You're welcome. Let me hear you say hip, 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 okay. We love hearing from all of you. We love continuing to build this community. So we just like to take some time every episode to shout out some of our favorite things that we've been hearing lately. And we have a couple that we want to shout out this week. Specifically, we want to shout out Liz, who uh, bought our Renegade Covers package that we had put into the TAG fundraiser. Um, so if if you hadn't seen, TAG had put together a whole fundraiser. They had all sorts of really awesome swag. They had... I'm pretty sure it's still Is running. It's still running. Too. You should check nope. it out if there's still anything up, or you should just donate to Tag. But they had all sorts of like, you know, headshots and signed things and like celebrities donating stuff. And uh, we had put in. And we yes, as and celebrities. We as equally <laughs> famous celebrities, obviously. Um, had also donated Renegade Covers Package. So anyone who's been on our YouTube channel or is in our Patreon, you know that we uh, record covers of songs um, where we queer them up a little bit and uh you know we say we're putting the gay in renegade so we had put up a package where you could get the mp3s for downloads of all of the renegade covers that we have recorded to date 
And in addition, that they would get to pick a new song for us to record a queered up cover of. So we just want to shout out Liz A, who bought the package and therefore helped support Tag, which we love, and who B, wrote us the absolute sweetest email ever. Such a cute email. Um, we both died. I had to like immediately read it out loud to my wife because I was like, this is the best thing. Um, and also gave us some choices for, for what cover we wanted to do. Um, one of which I immediately latched onto, and which we are excited to bring your way soon. So thank you, Liz, for buying the package and for allowing us to do a cover of Suddenly Seymour, the the way it should always have been uh, queered up. I'm beyond excited. I have been working on it in my voice lessons, people, so get ready. <laughs> get ready for some amazing... Ellie, Ellie holds Ellie nothing back in this, I'll tell you what. <laughs> I'm ready. We also want to give a shout out to everyone who came to our karaoke night and Buffy trivia because we were able to raise an additional $500 for tag from both of those events. So thank you to all of you who came. We had an amazing time regardless of the donation, but it also makes our hearts warm to be able to donate to a queer media company because of you and the things that we're doing. So thank you. And as always, we want to thank our Lesbian Jesus patrons, Tanya Ferguson, Jess Klaus, Danny Griswold, Sarah and Julia, Carrie Ann Lawrence, Mark Foster, Danny Gunlock Tamora, Audrey O'Connor, Alana Rosen, Kayla Kelly, Tara Gleason, and Jacqueline Rose Nishino. And our King Princess patrons, Lizette Stye, Amy and Ellen, and Leah Hendley. And our favorite sponsorship patron, Wendy K. Bartlett who wants to remind you all to support queer creators and musicians and artists at this time. Thank you, Wendy. Remember, you can also find us on all the social medias. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at LesHangoutPod. You can email us at LesHangoutPod at gmail.com. Or you can check out our website at LesHangoutPod.com. And make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you'll be the first one to know when new episodes drop. We're also still posting videos up on our YouTube channel. You might have caught our amazing video for our Portrait of a Lady on Fire original song that April made for us and we are in love with. Uh, and we we will be having, you know, maybe something related to that Suddenly Seymour track coming up soon. Who knows? Cannot wait. So make sure that you subscribe at youtube.com slash leshangoutpod to catch those. If you want to support the podcast, the easiest and most free way to do so is to rate and review us on iTunes. We love hearing what you have to say and all of the glowing five-star reviews. Thank you. <laughs> you can also join us at our Patreon. You can find it at bit.ly slash lespatreon. We have been so, so blessed with our patrons. They are just some of the best people. You get fun perks. You get ad-free episodes. We've been trying to do some fun patron-only events through all of this as well. Uh, and it's just, it's a good queer time. We recommend it. Oh, yeah. And fun fact, we are only three patrons away from 100. So if you want to help us get to that nice, beautiful round number, we wouldn't hate it. <laughs> <laughs> If you want some Les Hangout merch, you can do that at bit.ly slash shop. It is the perfect time to get your Pride gear. We have some fun Pride events coming up, so make sure you get your merch, show your Pride. Wherever you are, we still need to keep Pride alive in our hearts. So do that at bit.ly slash shop. If you want to follow us individually, you can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at LSHFoster. And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Ellie Brigida. With that, I'm Ellie. And I'm Lee. And, and let's, let's hang, hang out, out again, again soon. soon. Let's hang out. 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 Out.